the devaram is composed by three saints sundaramurthi nayanar upper and trinayana sambandhar now this is the story of sundaramurthi nayanar when he gets realized sundaramurthi nayanar is very famous in his town of tiruvannainellur for being devout and a great poet so everyone praises his poetry and his devotion but personally uh, sundaramurthi nayanar has a has his own suspicions and his doubt whether he really is devoted to shivaraman as much as others say he is the only way for him to clarify is to objectively test it and how can he objectively test his own mind for that his mind should not be there so he comes up with a plan he calls all his disciples they sit on the river the banks of the river pennai and he says all of you uh, i have taught you whatever i know now i am going to do this for my test please help me i am going to take this uh, datura flower and it is going to make me mad i want all of you here to record whatever i say and do and he designates one of them he gives him a medicine to revive him from the datura flower in case he goes completely out of control and he begins to take this flower and and instantly it starts to work and he becomes mad but instead of being mad in the normal way he becomes mad with devotion he begins to sing continuously for several hours which is which becomes the devaram the first song which is in that link i sent is uh, beginning with the words pitta peraishodi which means the mad one wearing the crescent moon as the crown by your grace i am enlightened then obviously what is uh, poisonous for others became the means to his salvation became the means to his enlightenment so that does not mean that everyone who eats the tora gets enlightened obviously not he had the capacity to convert that ingredient into something divine if you don't have the capacity to do it then obviously the tora is not going to help you this is also true of ideas in our history of uh, philosophy we have had so many philosophers with their own unique interesting compelling divine views on the nature of reality that is the nature of brahman today we know at least three major ideas that is there in vedic thought or vedantic thought that is dvaita advaita and vishishta advaita but that is by no means the complete list there have been the same ideas been propounded before in other under other names by other people but also other ways of looking at reality every way of looking at reality was relevant and correct for the that person at that time it was their level of understanding if the adult is eating muruku that is appropriate for the adult but it is not appropriate for the baby similarly if dvaita is appropriate for somebody advaita is appropriate for somebody else 
but if you confuse the person who is stuck in dvaita or in you know functional in dvaita and you give them advaitic ideas and they begin to believe you which doesn't happen but it, you know it's possible it's not so easy to change such deeply held ideas then they will get confused or they will get you know upset by it because this is again ideas are just like food if you can't digest it indigestion happens correct even when we are consuming philosophical ideas because you know you have access today to so much that has been said by so many saints across time uh, and they have spoken about life from different dimensions as they saw it what was said at a certain point of time may have been relevant for them their uh, disciples may not be so for you today unless you have the capacity to understand everything and discriminate accordingly you know when you have experienced all these states then when you hear someone talk about something in advaita form you understand what they mean when you when the same uh, person talks about the same thing in advaita you understand what they mean and why that position has changed that is the position of an adult that is the position where you know you can an adult can still eat a baby food but they can also eat grown up food but a baby cannot eat adult food there is a story of uh, some blind men who have never seen an elephant and they are brought into a room where an elephant is standing one man catches the tail one man catches the leg one man catches the trunk one man catches the tusk and each of them describes it the man who's catching the tail says the elephant is like a long brush the man who's catching the leg of the elephant says the elephant is like a tree it is thick and round and the man who's catching the trunk says the elephant is like a long rope and the person who's touching the tusks says uh, the elephant is is like a uh, uh, like a spear it is long and sharp and smooth you can poke it into something so this is the traditional story we say of how brahman is appreciated by different people at different points in time and one must take in whatever the great saints have said whether in a state of devotion they say shiva is everything or they say in a state of jnana that brahman is everything or if they say i am brahman or they say i am a devotee and only shiva is above me and everything is shiva or everything is vishnu or everything is krishna however this is said the truth is one that is why we say ekam sat vipra bahuda vadanti the these are all wise people they are all realizing god in one way or the other the same person also depending on the time and place might express its his or her emotions differently that is just the nature of it like when you look at the moon during the phases of the moon one day it is a new moon one day it is a you know crescent moon one day it is a full moon the moon isn't changing it is your perception of the moon that is changing 